0: We go down to New York City and Sal Sorincioni for our rock report. Good morning, Sal. Good morning.
1: How's everybody today? Good. Good
0: You know, on the heels of uh, Daltrey's comments and what was it a week ago, Sir Paul and everything. What do you think? Just a little jealousy that the Stones are still selling the way that they are, maybe?
1: Yeah, I think uh, Daltrey wants to be raking in uh, $10 million a night, which is what the Stones are doing on their current no-filter tour.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Hey, what have you been hearing? You reported a couple of weeks ago that Paul McCartney's going back on tour. What are you hearing the latest on that? Is there a date? No, nothing yet, but uh, he did have the band in the uh, rehearsal
1: room getting them uh, together again. He said he he hasn't been on the road in over two years. Uh, obviously due to covid like everyone else and uh so you know he's kind of weighing his options seeing what's going on you know the numbers in europe are spiking so a couple of artists james taylor just recently he pulled the plug on his european tour roger daltrey speaking uh, of the who uh he moved his solo dates from this year to later next year so You know, we may be the uh, lucky ones here. If we can keep our numbers down, maybe McCartney will look to do something here in the States. So, fingers crossed.
0: Boy, McCartney at that Hall of Fame show, though, his voice, he sounded pretty weak.
1: Yeah, well, as I might have told you that day, too, you know, uh, the guy's, you know, closing in on 80. He's going to turn 80 in June. You know, hasn't been performing, hasn't performed, as I said, in over two years. So, yeah, I guess, you know, yeah, he was a little crackly, but uh, he'll get it together. You know, he's he's been known to be strong uh, well into his 70s, and I'm sure that, right. that was just a one off, you know, one off croak, if you will.
0: You know, Sal, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was reading over the weekend about Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons on their cruise saying, yeah, they're not interested in making any new music right now, possibly down the road. What about the Who? Do they got anything coming up?
1: Well, yeah, so no. Well, yes and no. So uh over the summer, Pete Townsend said he couldn't see any reason to make a new Who album, even though he, he has new songs. And now Roger Daltrey agrees with him. Daltrey says, there is no point in making any music if you can't earn a living out of it, for me anyway. What's the point? On the last record, it cost me money to make it. I don't see the point in doing much of that, you know. I'm too working class for that. I've been working since my 15th birthday and to go out and not get paid for a job, well, wow. doesn't doesn't work. I don't mind if it's a charity, but I have a family to feed as well, a lot of grandchildren and a lot of children, <laughs> so it is tricky. Yeah. Well, their last album wasn't that long ago, Sal, was it? No, it was 2019's Who, self-titled Who. Uh-huh. But now I can report that we will at least see some Who product next year for you know those. Diehard fans, they are going to release the 50th anniversary edition of 1971's Who's Next, albeit a year later, uh, as Townsend says, thanks to COVID. But he's posted some video on Instagram, go check this out, uh, where he says he's been in the studio working days straight until 5 in the morning on going back through the tapes for Who's Next and the Lifehouse Project, which is what Who's Next sort of came from there was a an attempt to make another rock opera but it failed but some songs were salvaged for who's next but he's going back through all the tapes for both those sessions and pulling out some demos unreleased material etc etc and this will be one of those deluxe box sets that a lot of artists are doing now to mark milestone anniversaries. so next year 50th anniversary edition albeit a year late of 1971's
0: who's next uh, he is a rock writer, rock reporter. Sal Serenzioni is with us. Uh we saw the Eric Clapton story and boy this this thing's got legs, it just won't go away and he's he's defiant. He's losing friends. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's he is losing some friends and, you know, some fans. He recently did a, a brief US tour which did quite well, but uh You know, listen, everybody's entitled to their opinion, and you're entitled to uh, agree or disagree, and one of those who does not agree is his longtime friend uh, and fellow guitarist Robert Cray. He's upset with a certain song that Clapton did with Van Morrison, and that is the song Stand and Deliver. Now, it was written by Van Morrison, but Clapton sings it, and the lyric in question that upset Cray is, do you want to be a free man, or do you want to be a slave? Do you want to wear these chains until you're lying in the grave? Hmm. Now, Cray, for those who don't know, is black, grew up in the South, and says that when he asked Clapton about it, quote, his reaction back to me was that he was referring to slaves from, you know, England, from way back, close quote. And so Cray, who is also unhappy with a photo that Clapton took with Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who has been against lockdowns and mask mandates, has now said he's had it with Clapton. He says, I'd just rather not associate with somebody who's on who's on the extreme and being so selfish. We started playing a music that wasn't particularly popular to start off with at the time we started playing. We've gained some notoriety, and I'm fine with that, but I surely don't need to hang out with Eric Clapton for that to continue. So, yeah, it's wow. a shame, you know. Those two, they've been very close. As a matter of fact, Cray has performed at four of Clapton's five Crossroads Guitar Festivals to benefit uh, the Crossroads Center, the rehab center on Antigua that Clapton started 25 or so years ago. So, yeah, that's Mm. too bad. But, you know, look, everybody's entitled to their opinion. As I said, you can agree. You can choose to agree or choose not to agree. And Cray obviously chooses not to.
0: Yeah, speaking of guitarists, and we're with Sal Cirincione, we got some Carlos Santana news, right? Yeah, and this has a little bit of a
1: Clapton angle to it as well. So what Carlos wants to do for his next project is to collaborate with fellow guitarists. He tells Guitar World, I'm looking to create an album that is purely instrumental. Nothing will be geared up to radio or radio-friendly commerciality. In a way, I'm picturing something like a soundtrack, perhaps in the vein of an old... Morricone score for an imaginary spaghetti western. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, jokingly calling it the good, the bad and the ugly. That kind of thing, you know. He adds, I talked with this uh, I talked about this with Eric Clapton and Derek Trucks and that is something we'll be working on together in the near future. We aren't going to be concerned about songs. It will be more about moods. And uh, if you're interested, Clapton and Santana have collaborated before. They actually did a song called The Calling on that monumental album that Santana put out in 1999, Supernatural.
0: Yeah, he's uh, been very smart on who to work with. Now, before you got on, Sal, we made the concert announcement, Journey in Toto, Saturday, August 30th at The Shot, Tickets April 30th. April 30th. Tickets on sale this Friday, Ticketmaster.com at 10 a.m. And then you have news about a local guy born here in Columbus and setting up a couple shows as well.
1: Yeah, Joe Walsh. And thanks for the tip on
0: Journey in Toto. Uh, now
1: I need to go uh, look that up. Obviously, it sounds like the makings of a, of a tour. If uh, uh, Right. If, uh, yep, so that'll be a cool bill. Yeah, Joe Walsh, he of course, spent his uh, childhood in Columbus. He's taking his annual Vets Aid Benefit virtual again this year due to the pandemic uh, after having to pull the plug on the show, which was scheduled for last Thursday in Columbus, Veterans Day. So Vets Aid 2021, the basement show, is set for December 18th through veeps.com. That's V as in Victor, E-E-P is in Peter, com. Walsh will be backed by a star band of session music, musicians, Wadi Watel on guitar, Lee Sklar on bass, and Russ Kunkel on uh, drums, along with some surprise guests. And he's going to do it from his home, Walsh is. And he says, I'll debut some brand new songs, play some favorites, and share some never-before-seen footage and performances from past Vets Aid shows. But, <clears throat> excuse me, so while this year will be virtual, Columbus, next year, Vets Aid will be coming Back to your town November 13th in Columbus, Ohio. So uh, good news from Joe Walsh on both fronts. Yeah, we were looking Not...
0: forward to that show too. Yeah, it's funny, Sal. We talked to him last year and we asked him what he was going to close with, and he had no idea. He says I'm yeah, he just kind of make it up as I go along. <laughs> that's
1: Joe. <laughs> you got to You're blessed when you have a, a catalog of songs to choose from, whether it be the Eagles or his own solo work. And uh, you know, we we talked about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a couple of weeks ago, and you know, maybe that's a guy that should be recognized for his solo work, Joe Walsh.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Good point, Sal. You are the best. I say we do this again. Well, I'm all up for it. You tell me when and I'll be there. All right, we'll do it in a couple weeks. Thanks, Sal.